Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. Every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. And we say it every episode. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take them. We'll hear their problems. They can send their emails and we'll listen to what they got to say. We'll give the fun advice. You never know if we're nice and we're gonna be all, all right. Get those emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Mondays and Thursdays. A capacity audience here at the Feather Nation Studios. And I'm, I, listen, before we get into today's show, I got to thank you. Thank you for being involved with this show. This is what we do. We got Shelby here on the ones and twos playing the hits. Spinning them. Spinning them. Yeah. And we are here. And listen, we do Patreon too. Patreon, $5 a month, three extra podcasts a week. Luxury Lounge, Coffee with J Train, one more email. You know the deal. Go sign up. Patreon.com. It doesn't stop. We don't stop. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. And, and listen, I'm coming on the road. I'm, 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 I'm out there. We're doing shows. Atlanta, Albany. Come on out. JaredFreed.com. JaredFreed.com. Ooh, I like this jam. We're bringing it. You better be moving your toes. If you're not, what are you living for? Come on. Boom, 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 boom. J-Train podcast every Monday, Thursday. Hey, 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 hey. Send in your emails and you got a guy situation that you don't know what to do. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Very excited about today's guest, an OKP, but like an original, original key player. He's been on the show before. We always love having him on. Hilarious comic, host of the Man School 202, Dante Nero. Thank you for coming on. What's up? What's up? What's up? Dude, great to see you. I started freestyling. I, you know, every now and again, I, I, you know, you pick up new things as the world goes round, and I'm so excited to have you. Everyone needs to go follow Dante at the Dante Nero, hilarious comic, and I, I, I want people to know about your show. Explain because the podcast you have is, is it, 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 you've been doing it a long time and, and enriching. There are people that are like you're, you're their guy, you're their coach. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, <laughs> lot of guys that we work with. <laughs> yeah. So explain of, the explain the man school two oh two. Okay, so real quick, uh two thousand six I was uh really good friends with best friends with uh Patrice O'Neill. We did this thing called Black Phillip on the Opie and Anthony show, the virus show. After Patrice died, I picked up the show, started doing it as a podcast probably in two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. And um I called it the Beige Phillip Show. Then um, a lot of gender fluid stuff started happening on, and uh, and I changed the name from that to Man School Two Hundred Two. Okay. Um, and, what made uh, you What made you change it? What What it what, what, Because listen, Dante's been on before. You're You're a fan favorite. It's been a while, so I like to like update people like on the origin story. Like, how does it make the change to Man School Two Hundred Two? Okay, so Patrice O'Neill was on Opie and Anthony, and they, he was giving advice. And he said, he said, uh, uh, Opie said to him, you're like the black Philip. 
of okay. the like you're like the black Dr. Phil. And he okay. said, Oh, you mean black Philip? Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I picked up the show, I'm a little lighter than him, so I called it Beige Philip. Yeah. So that's how we got the name. And then I wanted to do something a little more generic so that you didn't have to know the origin story to follow the to follow the show. To get involved. And everyone needs to get what day of the week we we putting it out. Man's I drop it every Tuesday, every Tuesday morning. I've been doing shows. We've been doing we've never missed a show for 10 years now. And and I have I've been on uh, iterations of it and yeah. a lot you know it's interesting cuz this show has turned into a lot of women come here. A lot of women yes. come here with their emails. You deal with you know men that are kind of trying to figure out how to like put it together dating wise. Like you know not everyone yeah. is is just going out to bars and meeting new people or even feel comfortable on the apps. Like I think like you know, you do it in a fun way, and 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 you might not admit to this. I think you would admit to this, but you're you're helping guys kind of get out of their own way that just, you know, can't figure out how well, to do something that might come easy to other guys. Well, here's here's the thing. I think I think a lot of times there's there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of dirtbags, but there's mm. a lot of great guys, and uh, there's a lot of great guys that don't know how to package whatever you know what they have to offer a woman. And they just and and they do things that really get in the way and turn women off instantly by what they do. Yeah, and and, and it's like it, it's a li and I love that you said packaging because yeah. that's a big part of it. Like like listen, when Dante Nero comes down the street, you know he's coming. <laughs> you know the, the you know he's he's got the jacket on, the shoes, the 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 rings. One time, I'll never forget it. You your car is amazing. You have this yeah. amazing truck, and it is big on huge wheels. And I remember, and the horn, what whatever horn that is, is a you, train horn. I put it's a train <laughs> horn you put on your car. And I was walking up to the comedy club, and I just. <laughs> You beeped at me, but it literally went up my asshole and shook me. Like, it, it felt like a... Tr yeah, I was like, what? Like, what is going on? And it legitimately, like, I had, like, bad nightmares from it the rest of the night. But I was like... And then when I saw it was you, I was like, oh, my God, Dante. Like, I... I and it's, it's... But packaging is, is you know, was there a time... There was a time where there was, like, this, like, pickup artist thing going on yeah you're not yeah you're not really doing that i would never you know refer well, to you in that listen, way here's here's an interesting about that the pickup artist stuff is about the packaging right mm. the the problem is that um it's inauthentic and yes. so guys will do these things that will actually get them laid or get them in the room you know or get them on the date or get them in back to the girl's house but then there's this level of inauthenticity that that happens. And even if they were able to fool the girl past sleeping with them, mm. it all starts to fall apart soon after that. It's it seems to like that whole like like I hear about like, you know, when uh, sometimes people write in about guys negging and I'm like, oh, that like yeah. it, it, it kind of like. You get like gross out. You're like, oh my god! It feels like it's someone telling you about their Nokia cell phone. You're like, what era is this person right, from? Right, like, right, right. The idea, and it's like negging is one of those examples that you go, that's not authentic at all. You're gonna keep that up until you're what, uh, eighty years old? You're gonna be telling your wife like, oh, you can never cook. Like, no, right. like it's like it's, you can't keep that up. 
but the thing about the negging, it's it's like the, the just the word itself says that you're trying to find something that's mm-hmm. negative so that you can you can highlight it and point it out to get an upper hand because if somebody, I mean, we're all insecure. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody points out these little insecurities, we get defensive. And then when we get defensive, we're not as, we don't scrutinize people as, as much because we're starting to, we look in, we're looking mm-hmm. in like, Oh, does, does he see that one of my eyes is lower than the other or one of my boobs? <laughs> so so it well, it's me. almost like you've been, you look in because you've been outed. You're like, Oh my God, I'm, I feel naked almost. Right, exactly. And so guys do that as a, as an opportunity to, 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 so that the girl is not, she's not, well, let me, you know, because initially a girl is like, okay, he's good looking and she's going thumbs up or thumbs down. Mm. And that nagging kind of switches the, switches the power structure. The, the problem with that is that there's an inauthenticity in that. So mm. if, um, and one of the reasons why I do deal with guys um, I mean, I think it's I have, I have a lot of women that listen to the show, but they listen to the show because they want to know how guys think. Sure. And and I, and I think that's just the smarter thing. It's like I never say I, I say this all the time. I, I, you know, you should never take relationship. Guys should never take relationship advice from women mm-hmm. because if you want to hunt a deer, you got to ask the deer. You can't have you can't ask the, the you got to ask the hunter, not the deer. Okay. And women are women. They they are what they are in, in all their glory and all their beauty. But they don't have to. They, there's no skill set to kind of to, to, to get it. All they have to do is show up and they can get a guy. And, and, and a lot of that has to do with male ego. Like we're running yeah. towards them at all times. Right. And, right. You right, know, a lot right. of that has to do with our insecurities are you know problems but also like that's the you know there's pluses and minuses to everything and it's like what you're saying is like when you hear a guy talk about it's almost like you know a a lot of times i'll say like listen i'm not i'm not a pot i'm not like when someone it's raining out all i'm saying is here's an umbrella to use like you know sometimes it's about being a better buyer now you do consultations yeah. You do one-on-one consultations. And I and I think everyone, if you want to look into it, go DanteNero.com. Dante's hilarious, but he's great at this. You've taken people. I know people who you've yeah. taken under their your wing. Married. Married with kids now. Married with kids now. What is day one of a consultation with you, Dante? Like, what's question well, number the, one? The first thing I do is I'll ask. Now, let me, let me back up a little bit because I think what's interesting is I think I think there's an uh, there's a thing where women think that there are no good guys out there, and I mm-hmm. think there are good guys, but they like you said they don't know how to package it, and I think they don't have the confidence to kind of show to showcase what what they are, and then yeah. and the reality is that no a woman that you're trying to talk to, how does she know you? You you tell her who who you are. Like mm. she has no way she doesn't she doesn't grow up with you. She doesn't know your friends. She's meeting you at a bar. So how does she know who you are? You tell her, but you tell her with your body posture, with your dress, with your tone, the way you talk, the confidence and with and all of those things. And you basically tell her that you're not worthy if you don't understand what the subtext of of communicating is. Mm-hmm. You, and, you- it, it, it's almost like you're like, how do I produce the pheromones? Right, you know, you're right. like, you're like, how do I get 
an aura to come off of me that is a you know I'm you know uh, you're I'm an you know I'm getting uh, you know the opportunity to hang with you like you want to like be you know you don't want to look like a sale item you know you want to look like you're well full you, price. the other the other thing is I think you you women are um like when women women understand you know they understand what their value is and and then they they you know they exude that. And mm. then when a guy comes up and, and if she's hot, now she can be hot. She can be a dirtbag. You know, she mm. can be a horrible, horrible person. Just like a guy could be. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and so so the point is that, you know, but men kind of look at looks over everything else because, they're you know, they're thinking with their lower half and they mm. and this is. But, you know, it's interesting because women have access to sex. They they are the gatekeepers for sex, but men are the gatekeepers for relationships. So the dilemma is is that there's there not opposing parts, but there's a part one and a part two, you know, mm. and and so to understand that men, because ultimately men decide if they want to get married, you know, they. It's 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 very interesting because I've been thinking about this a lot recently, where, I was thinking of like. Who is it that who is it that men fear the most versus who women fear the most? Like, and I and I'm only going via emails that we get here and experience yeah. through this show. And you know, it feels like the fear of a lot of women that write in is like, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be the cat woman, you know, so right. to speak. I don't want to be a right. you know the woman with a hundred cats. But then you try to think of like, what's the fear of the man? And a lot of the you know when when women are like, these guys are afraid of commitment. They just want to have sex. They don't want to get serious. And you go, well, think of how scary the divorced man oh, is. Yeah. That's a yeah. scary figure, you know, guy yeah, in yeah. in New Balances and a shirt that is too young for him, <laughs> you know, with nothing in his fridge. Like that's that's and, haunting. And what happened? And also, it's like the fact that he has to get back out there again, where he, he yeah. probably. He probably wasn't good at it in the first place. He probably got lucky in the first place. So, I mean, but I think the social dynamics of dating is there's a skill set to it. I mean, we all at, know people who are really good at it and, uh, and people absolutely. who are not good at it. And, and, and that's not necessarily a, rel- a relevance to what your personal value is. Mm. You know, it, so you can I, be. I tell, so what you're saying is, well, you can you can be bad at it while also being a high value, great person. Sure, sure, sure. Totally. Like, well, I I think if you, I always say this. Um, you know, I don't know if you ever seen that commercial on uh, the IKEA commercial where the lady comes out, and she looks at the she looks at the the price, and then it's mm. so low that she's like, Henry, start the car. And she's running to because it's so cheap that the prices are so she thinks like she's stealing. So. Yeah. I always tell guys this is going to be a little harsh, but I I always say don't you should never shoplift the pussy. Okay, you, you can't shoplift the pussy. You should be there in this situation. And if you're and if whatever the the, the interact the social interaction is, you should feel that you're worthy of that social interaction. And if you're not, she's gonna know it immediately. Interesting. Interesting. Like you you don't want to be that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you don't want to be that woman running out of the store, start the car. You got to be like, right. no, I should be here. This is I paid for this. Yeah. In fact, I probably paid more than I should have paid. <laughs> so you need to get somebody to carry this to my car. You know what I mean? I, 
I love it. Everyone needs to go follow Dante at the Dante Nero. Go follow Man School 202. That's the podcast every Tuesday. I want everyone to go get involved, get subscribed. Such a fun show. Um, and he's doing consultations. If you're out there, you're going, how do I figure this out? You want one-on-one help? Go to DanteNero.com. Go sign up. I know people married with kids, yeah, Dante yeah. proteges that are, it, you know, it's interesting because it's like I meet those people and you'd be like, if they ever pointed, yeah, you know, I worked with Dante. You'd be like, you worked with him? You know, like you wouldn't even, <laughs> and I love it. Well, so. you know, I don't, I don't even call them proteges because my whole, my whole, I, I think, you know, one of the things that I've learned, like, I, look, I'm 54 years old. I've mm. seen more, more sunsets than I'm going to see. And, <laughs> and what I find is that there are things that are, the thing that we, we cherish the most, we value the least. So if you think about it, it's, you know, like I have an acronym. The acronym is authenticity is ACE, authenticity, credibility, and empathy. It's mm. authenticity is telling the truth. Credibility is saying what you mean and meaning what you say. That means if I say I'm going to pick you up at eight o'clock, I'm there at eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, if I say I got your back, or I'm going to do something. I do it. I'm, I'm not wishy-washy. And mm -hmm. I also have the empathy to understand that what my counterpart or the person that I'm socially interacting that they have concerns that I don't have. I don't think guys ever never realize that every time a woman goes out on a date, she's she has to be afraid that you might murder her. Mm -hmm. Like that that is a con that's a concern that we don't have at all. I, I mean forget about rape. <laughs> Yeah, no, you but you're right. Me. You're right. And that's a that's a concern that we don't generally, you know, come meet me at my apartment for the first date. We say like, that and, no. and they're like, what? Who? And you even know? when they're comfortable with you, how many, <laughs> how many times do go, the girls go and text their friend? I'm here. This is the address. I just walked in because that's not a concern. I mean, I've, you've never texted me to go. No. Yo, I'm going. To this girl. You know what I mean? It's just it's just not what we do. And so to not consider the fact that that is a. That is a that's an actual consideration for every woman that you talk to. Mm. So if you so inter what's interesting about that, it's like they don't have time to figure out how good you are. You have to put that up front. So if, a lot of times if guys are indecisive, indecisive mean it it, it, it kind of relates to deceptiveness. Like, why are you not well, sure? Well, uh, yeah, totally agree. And, and uh, to go back for a second. When you don't consider, hey, come to my apartment is like a dangerous thing for them. They that should tell a woman from the other side, like this right. is all he's not even considering you. He doesn't. This, care, all, exactly. He's only cares about one thing. He's thinking Absolutely. with below the waist again. Absolutely, and it, it, it wants that deceptiveness. Decept so indecisive means deceptive. Deceptive means dangerous. Dangerous means. You know, I, I got to get out of here because mm. that is a consideration. And so there's a there's a there's an empathetic uh, place that you have to come from when you think about if you. I mean, any guy, if they ever thought about that when they invited the girl over. Mm -hmm. Right. They wouldn't just be, hey, yo, come on. You know what I mean? They yeah, would, yeah, yeah. You, you would consider that if, if you had this. So the empathy is being able to see it from the, the reverse situation. And you can't really and you have a nice guy. You can't like, you know, you know how you, we've heard this a thousand times with a girl, her girlfriends who be like, he's nice. Give mm. him a chance. That's the that's the kiss of death. Yeah. Because you're asking a woman who is very defined and strong in terms of her personality. You're asking her to be weaker. 
to to lower a standard to lower give someone standard. a chance. Yeah, gives give them a Slow chance. Them. A charity case. Yeah, there's no such thing as 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 nobody. No woman screws a guy or sleeps with a guy because of pity. Well, maybe once, but never again. They, you know, that's just not attractive. So, listen, I want everyone to go follow Dante at the Dante Nero. He's been on the show many times. Always fun to have you on, Dante. You ready to do something? Yeah, emails? man, I miss you, bro. I, I miss, miss you. you too. It's so good to see you at yeah. the Dante Nero. Let's do some emails. I, I like this one because it's a woman writing in. And I, I think you can give it to her straight as far as okay. some answers here. She writes, Jared, thanks for the show. I came for the laughs, but somehow ended up learning things. So I figured you might be able to solve some dating app, dating app mysteries for me. I recently got back on Hinge after a hiatus slash busy work season. One of the main differences between these, this app and others is I can see who's swiped on me. Two things have confused me about the dating app world. Okay, here's her first one. I get a fuckload of likes from guys I've matched with before. I know this happens to everyone, but still confuses me. If we tried to chat a little once and the conversation fizzled out or we actually made it onto a date or two and became mutually uninterested, I don't see the benefit of doing it again. That being said, I wouldn't have matched the first time if I didn't find them at least somewhat attractive. Is there ever a benefit to rematching with someone and how would you even approach a round two of dating? So let's take her first question. What do you think of that, Dante? So so first of all, I think what she's doing also is she's taking it seriously. She, mm. she, she's she's assuming that there's this, you know, the guy Well, you know, like people do this guy. Guys do it. Girls do it. Well, they text me. What do they mean when they said this? And when, which which innately says that you ain't you're not really ready for the Super Bowl. Like you, you're you're already trying to figure out what the right step is simply because you don't feel like you should be at the Super Bowl in the first place. So everything's got to be perfect. You've also like eliminated your own taste. Like, right. you know, if this if they're coming back the second time and you're going, well, I did find them hot the first time. So there's got to be a reason for the second. Like, why are you convincing yourself? Like, yeah. what, <laughs> at what point yeah, do you right, go? Right, right, right. Well, right. I didn't I did go on that first date and I did like, why is there? And what I find a lot is like she's looking for answers to her emotions via the other guy. So yeah. she's going, he liked me again. So I must not. Uh, my emotion wrong with me when it something. might be that it, it might be just that she doesn't like. See, but that's a very insecure perspective, if you think mm. about it, because yes. what you're what you're in essence saying is. If he likes me, then I must be good. But if he doesn't like me, then see, the, 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 the same is true. The, it's like a saloon door. It swings both ways. Sure. If he doesn't like me, then I must be shit, which that has nothing to do. Sometimes people just don't fit. And even in the context of going out on a date, sometimes it got, got people are nervous. And it, this is an interesting thing, you know, about. Because we haven't been, we just started really doing comedy again and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And every comic that I know, the analogy, every comic that I know goes, you know, I got to get some sets in to knock the rust off. But when, I mean, I've been doing it 20 years. You're at least mm. 15. You've 11. learned every, everything that you need to know about stand-up comedy. Sure. But the problem is when you, when you lay off, you are afraid that you're not as funny as you were. Mm. And so the sets don't knock the rust off. It just makes you believe that you're as funny as you were. 
Absolutely. It, it gives you, it's, minute, it's giving you the confidence, so to speak. Right. And the minute you remove the fear, right, your brain opens up and you can access all the technique that you've learned for 20 years because sure. it's readily, it's like everything kind of slows down. So the same thing is true. You got to have that kind of same confidence because if you're, if you're allow, allowing other people to define you, mm -hmm. then you will, it won't be long. It won't be long until you ain't shit because somebody's going to think you ain't shit. And I think what you said in the beginning is so important. First of all, eliminating the fear. Like she's fearful of, am I missing out on right. something I didn't see? What you right. said at the beginning where you're talking about um, the uh, – I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, oh, that she's taking this too seriously. Yes. Them coming back should show you they don't take it as that seriously as well. Like, or they really like you. It could be one or the other. I, I think when guys come back, like they got to come back harder. They got to come back stronger. They got to come back more decisive. Mm -hmm. So for them to like you again, they have to say, hey, they, they have to be so upfront. Hey, I really am pissed off. I missed out on that. You know that we have we we fizzled. We should do dinner this week. I already know there's no conversation needed. If they're coming back with a light like if it's right. just a second like that's right. them going. Yeah, I'd fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a shot. I'll Go give ahead. it a shot. Yeah, I'm still here offering the same casual that you didn't yeah. want before, the same laziness that I wasn't willing to put in before. So that's an important thing, too, is like I, I think she's living in the land of black and white, which is fine. She's yeah, living but, in the land. But it doesn't like, exist that way. That doesn't exist that way. There's a lot of yeah-eyed fucks out there. And it's like these guys there's, are sitting there going. Most, most, yeah, I'll fuck. Yeah, it's a, it's a thumbs up from the sideline. And, and if it's. Is that how you want to be asked on a date? Is someone on the sideline going a thumbs up? It doesn't sound like that. It's, 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 so let's get to our second question. Cool. I've gotten a couple of likes from coworkers. There's only one I'd consider dating, but it really threw me for a loop because he's never showed any interest in person. I'm wondering if it's a mistake or what his angle is here. And if he's interested, I'm not sure or how I should respond. He's really cute, smart, and I'd be interested in getting to know him better, but I'm not sure what it's uh, that it's worth putting myself in an awkward or risky work situation. Office, di office dynamics make dating in my field difficult. So what do you think of that, Dante? So I, I, had a, I was counseling this dude, and he, you know, he was really getting good at these social interactions. Somebody mm -hmm. we'll, we know, I'll tell you later. Okay. And he and he's this girl was on the train and she's looking at him, and he's looking at her, and she's ba he tells me that he's basically saying, she's basically going, Look, I like you. Uh ask me for my number. With with this just, look she's giving him. Right. She's giving him to come hither, and he mm. just because of the fear, the fear paralyzes him in a way. It, it paralyzes him not to be able to do that. And he's telling me, yeah, man, I go, do you understand if you had just been honest? You, you, if you had just said, walked up to her and said, I really want to talk to you, but you scare me. Mm. <laughs> and, and how adorable is that? Yeah, that's, First, that's, that's, that's right, cute. It, it is adorable. It's, it's that now you, once you, once you get, you break the ice with that, you still gotta, you gotta bring the goods. But yeah. for, what you're saying is, look, I'm, I'm confident enough to be vulnerable mm -hmm. because and and I want and I'm already being honest and authentic about what my feelings are. That and that's interesting. That's what you want in the first place. You took that question. It's interesting because it's the same. It's a different question from the same person. So mm -hmm. I kind of thought of it in a different direction. But I think you're right as far mm -hmm. as like 
listen, the person from work isn't going to work out. But if you go up to them and you go, hey, I, this is crazy that we match. We never really talked, but it's kind of weird. But I've always thought you were cute. Just wanted to say hi. Like that's a confident way to go in. Yeah. And you're letting that person know that they have been seen. So I think with dating yeah. apps, it is the, the, the hardest part is the loss of con- consequence. Like right. this guy from work gets to say you're hot without yelling it out in the office. <laughs> right, 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 so, right. So now he's said it. She she is now based on the confidence that she's showing. She says it might be a mistake. There are no mistakes. Let's stop living in a world where there's mistakes. There's no mistake that he made where he liked a picture of someone mm-hmm. he knows from work. No, no, no. He liked the picture because he thinks you're cute at a baseline. Right. At a baseline. What we what that means, you are here to date. What, right. what matters is what you're here for. Now, if his like was sent let to me, just be let like... Let me re-up that. that I always say you have to put your happiness first. Yes. Because if is. you don't put your happiness first, nobody else will. So I'm not saying that you can't... Once you're in a relationship, guys, girls, everybody needs to make those compromises. But initially, I don't give a fuck about you. I just yeah. think you're cute. And I'm giving and let's see if we fit. If we At, don't, we don't. If we absolutely. do, great. And and if you come in with that attitude, then this guy is put at a place of go on the date or back away. He's right. probably going to back away. I think most people who do send a like to someone from work, it's a tester of like, hey, would you get a little weird with me at work? I I, I do think that because they're basically right. putting aside the consequences unless, of, unless of a of workplace. Unless, of course, he really likes her. But, that might be but, the case. But what you're doing is you're expanding the social contract by approaching him. And so what you really do is you make him either he's got to be either serious or not. Yes. Like, that's, hey, I know we're at work and this is a little awkward, but I, I thanks for liking me and saying I'm cute. You know, that well, and, that's a, that's a, a, the interesting part is like you're now you're getting the black and white that maybe you want. It's yeah, I'd li- I think you're cute. I'd love to get drinks or not. He might right. just be nice and that's or not. That, that's no. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. I love the sponsor, and if you've listened to this show, you've definitely heard me talk about them. The comfortable, washable, and sustainable shoe and bag company that makes getting dressed easy. They're carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. It's no surprise that Rothy's best-selling shoe, the Point in Black, has over 5,000 near-perfect reviews. I got them for my mom. She loves them. They're the perfect in-between shoe. They're the shoe that you can go out in and not feel sloppy, and you know what? They keep. They keep because you can throw them in the wash. Rothy's comes in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, patterns, and range of styles. Rothy's shoes are seamlessly knit with thread made from plastic water bottles, so they're ultra-comfortable. As soon as you slip them on, that's right, there's zero break-in period. That's huge. Nothing worse than putting on a shoe that feels bad. This is going to feel good right away. Refinery29 says Rothy's are equal parts comfortable and chic. That's what we all want. And Health says they're the most comfortable shoes on earth. Plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and free returns on on eligible items. Rothy's has transformed nearly 100 million bottles into beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. So you're going to feel good about wearing them. They're going to be comfortable, so you're going to feel good physically. You're going to feel good mentally because it's getting, you know, you're using, you know, they're made from plastic and we're keeping plastic out of the landfills and another major bonus they're fully machine washable every time they need a refresh you can simply top toss them in the washing machine check out all the amazing shoes bags and masks available right now at rothys.com slash jtrain that's rothys.com 
R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash J-Train. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash J-Train today. The J-Train podcast is brought to you by Chime. There is nothing more annoying than overdraft fees. And I, I'm everyone listening has dealt with them in one way or another. Your bank shouldn't work against you. Enter Chime, an award-winning app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. It's your money. You should keep it. Chime has some great features like fee-free overdraft on up to $100 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's like overdraft protection, but better. Get your paycheck benefits, stimulus check, and tax return up to two days earlier with direct deposit. No hidden fees or monthly minimums, plus 38000 fee-free ATMs with MoneyPass and Visa Plus Alliance. Security. Turn on alerts to let you know when your card is used and instantly block your card if something seems fishy. And save on autopilot. When you sign up for a Chime spending account, you can enroll in an optimal savings account and grow your savings automatically with 0.50% annual percentage yield, 10 times the national average. Join the millions on Chime. Sign up takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Apply now at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. And here's the fine print. Chime is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA members members and FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limit apply. Uh, overdraft only applies to cr- debit card purchases. Limit starts at $20 and may incre- be increased up to $100 by Chime. Early direct deposit depends on the payer. Out-of-network cash withdrawal fees apply. Third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Go to Chime.com slash JTrain for details and apply today. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Dante Nero. At the Dante Nero Man School 202 every Tuesday. Go get subscribed to his podcast. He's doing consultations one-on-one. DanteNero.com. Go, 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 go. And if not, you can check out my Patreon. I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. I do emails and stuff on Patreon slash Patreon.com slash Man School 202. There so. it is. Uh, let's do one from a dude. Okay. Let's do. Okay. Guy wondering, should I keep trying to make something happen? That's usually a no. It's <laughs> always a no. <laughs> New listener here, already a big fan. I met this girl at a small wedding a few months ago in Idaho. My cousin was getting married, and she was the sister of the bride. We got set up a bit uh, and immediately hit it off. Uh, was texting before she came into town, hung out all weekend, kissed, made out multiple nights throughout the weekend, etc. She went back to where she lives, and I stayed around and worked from home at my cousin's place. I told her I just wanted to keep it casual and stay in touch and see where it goes from uh, goes from the start. But I will say we did start talking a lot more than casually. We kept talking almost every day um, after FaceTiming at night and Snapchatting throughout the day. We made plans for her to come out to where I live for labor day this is from way back when but then a few weeks before she backed out due to not being able to get off work but then called off the whole thing uh we had slash have going a week after she bailed from labor day we started talking again she said she decided to come out to she decided to come out to my hometown for thanksgiving which her sister and my cousin's family come out to every year she's she never has come out in the six years my cousin and her sister have been dating slash engaged i was a bit confused but excited we started talking again where we left off and then i said i was thinking about coming out to her for Halloween 
She was on board and started talking about all the things we would do. One night when she was a bit drunk, she called me and started saying she wanted to do the whole thing and even called me babe. Then a week later, the same thing happened and she kind of backed out. Then last week we started talking again and I kind of called her out for going back in and then backing out. How it seemed like she gets close to someone and then ba- wants to back away. She said she got burned on her last relationship and is nervous. I told her I'm not trying to to jump into a heavy long distance relationship, but also think we have something here and want to see where it goes. I'm working remotely for the next year or longer. So flying out isn't a problem for me and honestly looking for a new place to live anyways. So why not see where this goes, uh, which I didn't disclose to her, but I just, uh, just what I'm thinking. She's a bit younger, 23, soon to be 24. I'm 26. Her last relationship was, a was a hometown high school and college type type and that's the only one she's at so my question is do i keep going and try to see where things uh where this goes or just bag it and move on then casually awkwardly see her over thanksgiving uh i do like this girl and want to see where it goes because why not i realize her emotional maturity may be a bit different than mine i am an open person talk things through where she kind of just keeps them to herself and then runs away what do you think dante nero here's the thing uh first and foremost uh, he's saying he's an open person. She's a closed person. He's mm. she's hot and cold. He's not. He's trying to make these moves. She already is saying we don't match. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so he keeps going. In. And, and the thing is, you know, this is five or six, maybe seven times that they're back and forth. She likes keeping you on the string, dangling the carrot. And mm. she likes the attention. But she doesn't. But if and if you're OK with that, that's fine. But understand that's what you you I, I, there's an analogy. I always say it's like you can't buy a house based on what was it was what it was appraised 10 years ago. And you don't buy it for what it's appraised for 10 years from now. You got to. What is it right now? Well, that's a very good analogy, because I was thinking very similarly where. This guy, this this email to me is genderless. Every, male, female have been yeah, on either right, side absolutely. of this. So I, I do think that the, in, a, in a situation, the, the, the person that's wishy-washy knows you're right, knows you're good, knows you're a catch. Mm-hmm. And then they, but they also know your situation is definitive. It is, and he says, oh, I could be not serious. I'm not looking to get into anything soon, but you're more serious than she is ready for. She's looking at you and going, I know that this goes from where we are now to family knowing about it, cousins knowing about it. Relationship. Relationship, you know, long distance. Maybe it's a casual at first, but it's always going to be moving towards something that I'm not looking for. And sometimes you have to acknowledge that and you have to look at her and he has to look at her and go, yeah, she's always going to be enticed by you because you're what her parents want. You're, you're what, good so, yeah, well, you're what society has told her, but she's not ready for societal stuff yet. She's 23, soon to be 24, looking to hang out in her hometown. And even when he said, he's like, I could wait. I don't need to get anything serious. But the one line, um, flying out isn't a problem. Lee. Honestly, looking for a new place to live anyways. Like, if I heard that from someone that I made out with at a wedding, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for somewhere to live anyways. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. backing away from this because now I'm a part of your life story. I'm not right. looking to be a part of your life story. That's a, that's a good catch. I mean, the other thing, other thing that I think is interesting is that he's asking, what should I do? You already know what your options are. Your options is to stay on the hook, chat, make plans, and her blow you off. That's what yeah. she's done. 
every time that you've done. So that is still what's on the table. You don't have an, you don't, there's not on the table for you to be in a relationship. It's not on the table for you to move in with her. It's not on, it's not even on the table for you to actually see her. What mm. I think he, what really I think is interesting is that she doesn't respect him. She doesn't respect him to, his time. She knows what his intention is and she's stringing him along. And the fact that he keeps letting her string him along says to her that he doesn't value his time and himself as much as she does her. And he's putting up with it, which why would she be attracted to a guy who's basically going to take whatever she throws at him anyway? I mean, that goes for anybody, too. That's anybody. A, it's, a, yeah, it, it's an interesting thing. J Train Podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with dante nero at the dante nero go follow go follow go follow man school 202 every tuesday i like this one to fuck or not to fuck okay okay down and dirty so here's the sitch my ex and i broke up over three years ago and had the messy on it on on off sleeping together thing for a year and a bit after the breakup we then lost contact. I assumed I'd never hear from again. If it matters, I was the last to reach out as I got sober, and part of my recovery process was to make amends with those I'd hurt. So in January of last year, I got in touch to apologize and didn't hear back. I was okay with that and assumed he didn't want to be in contact. I moved on. Cut to last night. This was sent three days ago. Cut to last night. I'm in my room chilling, watching below deck with a face mask on, and my phone starts to ring. Lo and behold, it said X. I was stunned but picked up and we chatted for over an hour catching up on life. He was a little drunk and the conversation turned to how good our sex life was. He was very forthcoming about how no one had compared to me since and how much he loved me way back when. I, it was nice to hear but also a little awkward. We said we should hang out for coffee and see each other in person to catch up. The issue is I've wanted to be friends with this dude for as long as I can remember since the breakup. He's someone I didn't want to lose in my life, but now the option is there. I'm not sure I need it. Through recovery uh, and sobriety, I've done a lot of growing up and have realized I, a lot of stuff, uh, re myself and our relationship, the space was really good for us. I know I am totally over him and happier alone. However... Due to the pandemic, I haven't had much luck dating slash having fun, casual sex, which is what I'm looking for. I know if we may meet up, he will probably try to fuck me, so should I do it? The sex is great. We know each other's bodies, so it's guaranteed good times, but is it worth the potential mess? I know on my side I've grown, and in addition to being fun and satisfying, it would be good to test to see how emotionally strong I, am. I really am when I walk away. I'm curious uh, uh, how emotionally strong I really am when I walk away. I'm curious, but also apprehensive. What are your thoughts? Is sleeping with an ex a good idea when you're emotionally over it? Because I don't care about having a friendship. Is it worth the risk? As always, thanks for being the daddy of decision-making. Uh, so what do we think of this, Dante? So first thing, I, I think she can do whatever she wants. The problem yes. is, again, so I, you know, I go back to the act, to ACE. Mm. authenticity, credibility, empathy. Mm. If she's authentic and she says, listen, um, you know, I know we, we vibe. I, I, I just be honest about it. I know we vibe. I'd like to hook up, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, but understand I, I, my feelings are not the same. I would always want you to be a friend of mine, but I don't know if we'll continue that or whatever, but I would like to hook up. If it, he, this way it's all up front and he can make a decision from a real perspective, you know what I mean? As opposed to now, if he's a grown man and he, he, he has 
you know, if he's trying to, you know, like trying to get out of the friend zone where he, he wants more, you, you've already established that and you make mm. him, and I always say, you make him, uh, declare his understanding of what you do. You understand what I'm talking. Don't just let him give you the glaze eye with, mm -hmm. you know, where you're just staring, go, do you understand where I'm coming from? I like yeah. you. I want you. I want you. I, I, I like our friendship. I don't know where it would go, but I, I really just want to kind of hook up and, and, and be casual. And at any time that I feel uncomfortable about this, I'm going to end it. The, I, I'm with you to a certain extent. I think the thing that changes it for me is her sobriety. And yes. Yes. she, Good point. she, because she wrote something that's like, that I'm like, I, I, I understand what she's saying, but I don't think it's what she, if, uh, listen, I am no when professional says, when it comes to, I want to test, it's exactly, yeah, that, like, that's not a good thing. I don't think sobriety is something to be tested, like, no, you're testing no, it every day tested, as a test. It's tested every day, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't want to throw in some obstacles towards your, and she said, I've learned a lot, I've been happier, like, I, I, I think, like, it, you know, the reasons she gives for having sex with him do not outweigh to me the potential of being brought back to a place in your life where you are not your best. So when she says, um, I haven't had luck dating and having fun, casual sex, which was what I'm looking for. I know if we met, we'd probably try to fuck me. So should I do it? The sex is great. Like you can find great sex. We know each other's bodies. You can learn someone else's body. So it's guaranteed good times. There are good to, to, good times to be had with other people. But is it worth the potential mess? Now, the potential mess is you, you know, getting emotionally involved with him. He is obviously a drinker. He called you while drunk and it moved towards sex. So now you know exactly what he's after and you know that he's a selfish person. Like it, which, it's which so also which is which also may be what she wants is because he 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 wants to hook up. He wants to fuck her. She wants to fuck him. The point is this, especially in your, when you're when you know, like I've I've you know, I counsel a lot of dudes and put dudes in rehab and stuff like that. What's interesting is, you know, there's people who cannot go to a bar. Like once they get some, they will not go to a bar. They will yeah. not hang out with people. And, and be, so they know what their limitations are. And there's people who are around people and you'll go, I don't drink, but you know, do what you want to mm -hmm. do. I'm fine. So if this is really about being honest again, about being authentic to yourself, like, mm -hmm. am I really this person that can do this kind of casual thing with somebody who I had something like you said, and I maybe I wasn't the best, but that's a that's a personal decision. And and really getting the confidence to get to the point where you know who you are, what you can do and what you can't do is the whole point of her sobriety in the first she, place. She she might be there. I'm I my right. And, and it's, obviously it's she catchy. can. It's very to me. Yeah. There's less landmines in meeting in new moving, uh, on. Hypo, yeah. moving on from this person. And like, here's the problem with going back to any ex: familiarity sometimes gets confused as love, you know. And it's like, yeah. oh sure, sure. And it's like it's comfort, comfortable familiarity. And it's like, 
you know, I know you've wanted a friendship with this dude forever, but like he didn't even come back to you in a I want a friendship way. Like, yeah. you know, the way he the way people come back to you is like you got to believe them. He's drunk. It moves towards sex like he's never won a friendship before. The moment you needed him most to like actually respond to you, he didn't when you did your apology, which listen, I uh, I would assume in in AA that's a big part where it's like if someone doesn't respond, that's their right. I get that. But he didn't. He had the choice. And now it's the end of a pandemic. He, and- he also he also could have let it, it. I mean, the fact that he calls her drunk is always the point. I, I think the real problem is that if she can't honestly say who if she's still working to the place where she doesn't know who she is, then mm. this is not something that she should do. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm with across you. this line, she's got to be really clear about who she is, what she is. Which I had a friend of mine who, who who left his wife. His wife left him. And then mm. because he was familiar, she would just come back and fuck him. And then he mm. would go, you know, I really want us to get back together. And she was like, you see, this is why I don't come over here. <laughs> and she'd run oh. out. And, and, and so she was Look like, what you're doing to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I said to him, I said to him, you cannot. You're too attached to her to have this casual thing. Stop mm. having the casual thing. It's it's hurting you because you can't do it. The question is, can you or can't you? The, the, the problem is when we start lying, like the other the other email where the guy says, plus she called me babe. You mm-hmm. you take this one microcosm thing of uh, that's positive and you you want to focus on that. But you're not focused on on the fact that she blew you off eight times. Like it just doesn't make sense. It's because we want what we want. And what's interesting is, is I say this all the time. I'm, you know, I'm telling guys all that when you go through a bad breakup, getting over your ex is is five fucks away. <laughs> like, if, I mean, I know people don't want, to, but it, but it's not just the familiarity, but literally on a visceral level. Mm-hmm. I know your smell. I know your taste. I know how you touch me. You touch me in a way. Your voice even triggers the memories that we've had. Mm-hmm. All of the history from your voice, your smell, your cologne, how you walk, how you move, how you touch me. And so we, when we deal with exes, we go back to that because it triggers this kind of imprint that's happened mm-hmm. to us. And so when yeah. you when you when you're hooking up with other people and you're moving on, you literally reboot the computer <laughs> so that it, it you you're not you that's not the only thing that's great. I love it. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. Last year was rough on everyone. Me, you, everyone. Everyone. And Listen, I'm feeling higher anxiety. I'm sleeping less. I'm just thinking on some things that I think all of us are thinking on. Where does it go? Where do, where have I been? Have I done enough? Am I doing enough? Am I on track to keep my life going? I, I, I'm sure you're all there. Now it's time for everyone to turn a corner with therapy. The sooner you start, the further you'll go. Therapy can change your life for the better across the board. Enter Talkspace Online Therapy. They, they are here to give everyone support because we all need it right now. I'm going to say right now, the thing that keeps you from going to therapy is probably not knowing who to go to. What do I do? What's the first step? That's where I love Talkspace because the step is right there and it's something that's accessible. You can jump on the computer and take a look. And if you're thinking about these things, Talkspace has a place where 
you're not spending an arm and a leg because you're not spending money on the rent. They've taken out the rent. They're do, everything's online. So you can sign up online and start therapy the same day as you sign up. That's a huge thing. I, I'm the type of person that, hey, I want to do therapy. Who do I go to? I'll do it tomorrow. That's that's my process. This is now you know where to go. Talk to your therapist through text, video, or voice memo 24-7 unlimited. Your therapist will hold you accountable and make sure you pro progress. Totally virtual. It's so convenient to do this from home. Never miss a session. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, relationships, and more. Plus, it's totally private. Using the latest end-to-end -end bank grade encryption technology to store client information and comply with HIPAA regulations. Just for my listeners, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's JTRAIN and Talkspace.com and find a space you can talk with Talkspace. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. Spring sale on now. Get a free stand with any purchase of a fire pit. Wow, there you go. Make the most of the season and get the most out of your fire pit. Win, win. I'm telling you right now, spring is coming. Everyone is looking to go out, meet up with friends. You want to extend your space. Give a new hang to your already uh, there home. So, there's a corner of your yard. There's a part of your deck. There's a part of your roof that you're not using that you could be using to create some great times with good friends. Life's best moments happen around a roaring fire, and a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove makes your fireside moments even more memorable. Solo Stove's ingenious smokeless design makes it so that you can sit back and relax and enjoy the warmth of the fire instead of dodging fumes. And it's Everyone's looking to go out more and everyone's looking to be with friends. This is a perfect way to entice friends to come over and hang out and have a beer around the fire outside under the moon. This is great. And here's one more reason to love spring. Solo Stove is offering a free fire pit stand with the purchase of any smokeless fire pit during their spring sale. Get the most from spring and the most from your new smokeless fire pit. Win-win. Solo Stove is great because they let cool air pass under the pit creating an insulated barrier that shields the ground like a wood deck I, I i love this i love this for you i love this for extending your space i love this for getting friends together especially after the year that we've had solo stove creates story worthy memory moments fireside fumes not included the stainless steel construction is designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently there's so little smoke you'll wonder how there's so much fire no campfire smell in your clothes and hair and nothing left but ultra fine ash for easy cleanup from Camp stoves to backyard bonfire solo stove products are portable and built to last. Easy to light with a few bits of starter, your fire's blazing in minutes, and solo stove is so confident in the products they give you a lifetime warranty for every purchase. Here we go. Make the spring wonder remember with a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove. And get a free stand with any purchase of a fire pit. Just use our promo code JTrain, JTrain, JTrain at checkout. Make your solo stove even more versatile with the free stand with the purchase. That's solostove.com, promo code JTrain. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Dante Nero at the Dante Nero. You ready? Let's do one more. Is that okay? Go on. I think we got time for it. And I sent it to you before. Okay. Emails. Here we go. This is, I think this is a good one to, for us to get into because it gets into there's there's lies going on and i think this is okay. a good one for us okay it's called okay. what is his deal 
Okay. okay. J Train, Shelby, and Guess. I'm in my late 20s doing the dating scene in New York. I was dating this guy casually for a couple months. The last month we were together, I started to get suspicious. An additional toothbrush next to mine in his bathroom, a blonde bobby pin on his table, suspicious texts, etc. Things ultimately fizzled out because he told me he wasn't dating anyone else, and then the next week reported that he kissed another girl. Since things ended, he has been adamant on being friends. I've lightly entertained this, responded to him occasionally. Fast forward to this weekend, I received this text from an unknown number. So we'll blur out all the number stuff. Okay. I'll be I'll be the unknown person and you be her. Okay. 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 Hey, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm trying to get to the bottom of a dating mishap. Women, woman to woman, are you dating or with a guy named blank? I know. How did you get my number? I keep getting hurt by him, and my friend did some internet sleuthing and found you. I don't know if you have any connection to him. I'm sorry I reached out. I can give you a call later if that will close the loop. Sure. Curious to hear more. Give me a call when you have the time to talk. Now, what do you think of that response? Like, she writes, my initial assumption is this girl is in the exact spot that I was in, and she's at her rope's uh, end with his BS. I was happy to chat further with this person, but she never responded. So... Like if I if I got that from if, if I was on the the unknown number side, like it's interesting that she didn't like the, the emailer didn't be like, yeah, I know him. I was suspicious. Like, like just go right into it. <laughs> right, no, right, like right, why? Right, right. Why are we being so cagey? But I guess you don't know who you're texting. I don't know. I I, I would well, want I mean, it might also be because she she she's intrigued and maybe a little jealous that this other girl, you know, like, so she, so she's okay. still in it in her own head while she's trying to feel it out to get the whole thing instead of just being forthcoming because she's over it. Well, also she's trying to figure out her own mystery. She's got her own, yeah. you know, blues clues thing going on. She's like, right. Oh, you know, I saw the Bobby pin. Maybe this is the Bobby pin girl. This is the, you know, the other toothbrush which person, means, which means she's still in. A little bit, okay. So now let's. If you don't, if you're fuck, if you're if you're fucking a guy casually, and mm. and you don't care, why do you care about the body thing? I I guess it, it, that's a fair thing to ask because it's like, uh, you know mm. why? That is a yeah. fair thing to ask because it's like if you. If if this is casual to you, then the bobby pin you understand. Unless, unless again, you're being inauthentic and you're being dishonest because it's not real. Okay. Well, she writes prior to fully thinking the situation through of the unknown number. I took a screenshot and sent it to the guy. His responses are below. So she sends oh. the screenshots, and you'll be her. I'll be him. Okay. Hey, what's going on? Jesus. I have no idea, but you're the second person to get these. I have no clue what is going on, but sorry, obviously. You can you can and should block. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out who slash um, uh, what this is. Scam, A scam I, think. I think, but I don't understand. Oh, so weird. No worries, though. 
yeah, I don't think anything uh, for you to be concerned about. Although I'm sure it feels kind of creepy to be on the receiving side of one of these. So sorry about that again. I've been trying to figure out what is going on, but this person keeps changing their name and saying I gave them COVID. Pretty certain I haven't had COVID, much less given it to someone. I really don't know what the deal is other than maybe either my IG or my phone itself got hacked. I don't know how anyone else could have your number uh, or be able to connect us. So... Um so the question is what what does she want to know what she writes i'm honestly very entertained by his responses i'm kind of entertained by them too to tell you the truth like he (laughs) i mean for him to say this she writes my friends and i cannot stop laughing at his response this could be a scam could this be a scam is this guy just full of it is this girl just in the exact position i was in i would love to hear your opinions so dante what what do you think this is look this some somebody he's messing with is who who like wild out on him and she's stalking him and stuff and she's she's stalking his pages and and hitting other people up and trying to create problems with him and that's probably because of what she said in the first place that he was shady he was Mm -hmm. he was dishonest and shady in the first place so i mean i don't my only question is what does she ultimately want to do i mean she she said the dude is shady she already broke up with him Eh, you know you know the the thing about casual is what you want and i it's interesting what you said before about like she thought it was casual yeah. um and she says it's casual and then she's mad about a bobby pin every the the problem with casual is we all have different definitions for it my right. you know and and what you want in the in the best type of casual relationships is two people who have the same definition without having to say it. That is the best version of casual because it's still sexy and it it is like the 0.1% of casual situations is two people. And it's a a living, breathing thing. So as you interact, it's constantly changing. So you have, so this is why you gotta be, you have to be honest and credible because when it changes, you gotta say something. Totally. if, and if you don't say something, then you're in it hoping because why? Because you don't want to lose because you don't realize that you're, va- you're willing to compromise your own personal value because you think somebody's better than you. And that's why you got to be the best version of yourself so that you don't think that people are better and, than you. And part of that is with being willing to lose someone. And, right. you know, and, and what's interesting is I have this theory, the 10% theory. Like, I yeah. believe... Everyone is within 10% of each other. You might be 10% to the left or 10% of the right, but nobody's 100% different than me. This person, she's going, (laughs) why would, you know, maybe this person's having the same. Yes, this person is 10% away from you. This other woman is going through the same shit you went through. She had the friend look through, do the sleuthing. They (laughs) found you because of whatever tangential connection. They found your number. They got through to you, and they're going, I need to know about the bobby pins I'm seeing because I'm freaking out because my version of casual isn't being met by this. And this dude is doing the same casual with everybody and they right. all think it should be more than what they are getting. And it's right. like, and the world goes on and on. But the the problem, then the reason this guy, and she, there's something very interesting in her email. She writes, he's adamant about being friends. These guys are always adamant about being friends because yeah. they don't, instead of explaining that, you know, I like being casual, I like having sex with a bunch of people at once, They'd rather be friends where people make mistakes as friends instead of right. I'm just going to be honest about how I want to be casual. Back. And, and the reason why he's 
the reason why he's trying to sub subsidize it with friendship is because he doesn't think he really deserves being casual with multiple women. He doesn't mm. think he deserves that in himself. If I know who I am, I mean, like, I, I, like if you look at like Mayweather, you mm. know how Mayweather has five girlfriends, right? Okay, I didn't and, know that. <laughs> well, he has five girlfriends that he rides, and they all have twenty thousand dollar purses. They mm -hmm. all ride in the Learjet, and at any given time, one of them could say, well, you know, I really like you, and I want us to be more, but I want you to get rid of these other chicks. And he would go, well, let me get the Learjet up so I can drop you off in Oklahoma. <laughs> um, that's nice that you want that. Sure. That is not what I want, and I. it's been nice. I guess I'll see you, right? And, 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 they, and they could say, drop me off in Oklahoma, you know, right. but... It, 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 but you have to be willing to lose it. Right, right. And I don't know if it's losing it, really, because, you know, I used to say you got to be ready to take the L. But it's really not an L because when you're with somebody that you don't, you're not compatible to, what you, the loss is really in the time wasted with mm. people who you don't have a future with in the first place. There it is. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Dante Nero, always love having you on. Always love, love seeing you. Love you too, bro. I Everyone, miss you. I miss you too. At the Dante Nero. Man School 202. That's the podcast. Consultations one-on-one. -on -one. DanteNero.com. He's got a Patreon. Get involved with that. Shelby, thank you for coming on the ones and twos. Killing it today. Thank, thank you, you, brother. You're the best. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. Keep telling your friends. Keep telling your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, and papas. We'll be back next episode. Boom.